welcome back to the Minds of Price podcast. It's me, Grace. I've missed you all, or if you're a first-time listener, welcome. Oh, this is going to be a good one. It is Guy Fawkes Night tonight, 5th of November 2022. But please, no burning effigies. We don't do those things. Anywho, that's a whole other thing. Let's get into today's segment. Let's get into today's episode. This is called Don't Make Your Walk With God Unobtainable to Others. Now listen, everybody has a testimony, right? That thing that they've been through, that you've been through, that I've been through, that ultimately um, led them to Christ. Well, sometimes if we've backslidden or if the devil is on our case hard, there could be more than one testimony. You know, many facets, if you will. And it depends on how you tell your story, what information you add or leave out, or how you spin it for certain types of people. And see as we're all growing and learning. Hiya, welcome back to the Mind Surprise podcast with me, Grace. I've missed you. And if you're new here to listen to my podcast, welcome. It is Guy Fawkes Night, the 5th of the 11th, 2022. But no burning effigies, please. We'll discuss that for another time. Anyway, this episode is Don't Make Your Walk With God Unattainable to Others. I'm very sorry for my voice. I have a slight cold. But we move on. Anyway, listen. Everybody has a testimony, right? You have a testimony. I have a testimony. Everybody does. Everybody has something that they've gone through, that one thing that they've gone through that ultimately led them to Christ. Well, sometimes if we've backslidden or if the devil's on our case hard, there could be more than one testimony, many facets if you will. And it depends on how you tell your story, what information you add or leave out, or how you spin it for certain types of people um, that makes your story so interesting and different every single time. And since we're all growing, learning, and still always will be human, we will inevitably stumble. The lessons we learn, though, through this will add to the revelations. I don't know why I shouted that. But they will add to the revelations and wisdom in our lives to help us, but ultimately help those around us, believers or not. Now, I was catching up with my pastor, Jenny, the other day, over text and we were discussing this exact thing uh her and her family are going through um the sale of their current house well not so much the sale but they rent a house and they're looking to move out because of some certain complications now the landlord who owns the house wants to move back he lives abroad and he wants to move back and is bringing all his furniture and such now um, my pastors have already secured a place to, to rent. They've found a place that they can that they can rent off of somebody else. It's about half a mile down the road from where they currently live. Um, but through some complications, they can't move in yet, even though they're supposed to be. 
and the landlord's already sent his stuff across on the boat to, to come back to the house so any day now it should come and I was discussing it with my pastor and she said she's she's worrying she's panicking and I was saying isn't that funny how even though you know that God has his right Kairos timing even though you know that he knows better than you that you could very well move tomorrow but he's got a particular reason why he doesn't want you to move tomorrow um and you know that you know that you know that he's got his right time and there's reasons for it and so on and so forth um and that you that you know that he's going to come through because you've been praying about it for months for about a month now and we've been praying for it with you you know most of the congregation have been praying for it with you for a long while so you shouldn't have any worries but yet you do and you know that this is you know it's like that conflict in your head where you're worried but you don't understand why you're worried because you know that God's going to come through and you know that your father up there in heaven is not going to leave you your husband pastor Steve your kids or your grandkids who you all live with out in the cold right it's funny though how we as believers hardly discuss our worries or struggles but we should though because it not only shows to others that they're not the only ones that are struggling, it shows to them that all Christians are human and that we have the same struggles and same problems um, and that we're not alone. Because, like, there are big pastors and preachers in the world that have fallen, you know, fallen hard and people see it and then they go well you know so and so's fallen from grace you know they've had a oh my goodness you know so and so's done this so and so's done that and they're like yes do you know why we fell because we felt like we were in such a position um and we had to hold up this this air of grace and it's like we're all holier than thou and we're perfect um to keep up the facade and yet inside we were struggling we had nowhere to turn and the devil just took us out like that and now we have to rebuild and you've seen that and it's made it worse for everybody and we noticed this through famous people you know they don't show you know famous people that come to Christ I mean they don't show their struggles like whether whether they are actually Christians or not is one thing but it's this whole idea that as people whether you're Christians or not we see these famous people um, I'm not going to name names but I can think of a few that publicly show their um, adoration for Christ their adoration for Jesus and they're seen going to these mega churches um, and then suddenly they have a fall from grace because of the pressure they're under in the media um, because of the devil that's on their back whatever it might be and suddenly the media picks it up and reports this story so and so um, seen uh, punching up the paparazzi or um, getting seen getting drunk outside such and such nightclub in, in LA or, or Colorado whatever 
and then it's like there's and people around the world are going they're supposed to be Christians they talk about how in love with Jesus they are they've been sitting going to such and such mega church oh I don't want to be a Christian if that's how Christians live their life blah 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 and it's true if we don't document our struggles and talk about them how are others supposed to relate right so in this same realm of conversation in this same spirit I'm going to talk about my struggles or a struggle I've had recently. The other week, I was on my way home from a lovely holiday in Croatia. Actually, it was Montenegro, which I found out was a totally different country. Um, yeah, me and mum never knew. But anyway, quite a few people that got on our plane to Croatia hopped across to Montenegro anyway. It's a lovely, all-inclusive hotel, um, lovely little private beach, which most hotels in and around Montenegro and Croatia seem to have that anyway. Um, lovely, crisp sea, swimming pool, you can get the boat across to the pool. Oh, it was just lovely. We had a lovely time eating so much food and sunning it up. And we were on our way back. Um... And we're in the queue for the security at the, ho- at the hotel, at the airport. You know where you put your bags through on the little conveyor belt on the tray, on the plastic trays, and it goes through the scanner. We're up to that point. Now, I had my little carry case, my backpack, my coat, um, and I think it was just my phone as well. So I needed three separate trays for that because you can't, I couldn't have put my carry case and my uh, rucksack in the same tray, or, or my coat in the same tray. So I had to have three separate trays, right? So I got four trays out, one for mum and three for myself. Mum went through, did her thing, all went fine. I got my trays, put them on the conveyor belt, was ready to um, haul my um, little carry case onto the into the tray, onto the conveyor belt. And some guy in a cowboy hat, this is relevant, steps in front of me, and two other ladies stepped in front of me, and they all took my tray, my trays. And I was slightly miffed at this point. Now, my natural human, oh, excuse me, my, my reaction should have been, Lord, help me, I'm going to step back for a second. I'm going to gather my thoughts, try again. But no, I did not do that. I just became slightly peeved, slightly annoyed, grabbed some more trays, hauled my stuff into the trays, went through the conveyor belt, grabbed all my stuff, put it all back on, um, and walked off to mum, still miffed. Now here's me, I said to mum, I just want to knock the cowboy hat right off that man. He had no awareness or respect. But listen, what if I'd gone to witness to somebody later on? What if, what if I thought, you know, so many people are going to end up in hell. I need to be witnessing to these people. What if I'd witnessed to somebody later on and they'd actually seen what had gone on in the security line and had said, no, it's okay. No, the way you spoke about that man wasn't very Christian-like. I don't want to follow God if this is how you all act. Which is so true. You know? 
like my pastor said one day, similar situation. She was in, in the car, going to a car park, and she got to the car park, um, and she found a lovely free space, so she went to park in it, and somebody came zooming in from the left, and jumped in the car parking space, um, and my pastor had become a little bit miffed, a little bit annoyed, just like I had. Um, and she was ready to open her door and say something. She got a check in her spirit saying no. So she didn't. She spent about a minute or so in the car, calming herself down, found another parking space, and walked off. And she'd actually met somebody. This was in where she lived near her um, old church that she pastored, not my church now. And uh, somebody that she knew met her. Or, or saw her and said, oh, hello, Pastor Jenny, blah, blah, blah. You know, how are you? Oh, it's nice to see you. You know, and it was something quite high up. Um, and she knew that if this woman had seen her ranting and raving to this person that parked in the wrong spot, saying something that she shouldn't have done, you know, not even if she'd sworn, but if she'd just been slightly rude to her or shouted at her or something, this woman would have seen her and would have gone and been like, See what Pastor Jenny did. Oh my goodness, I can't believe she's she'd like that. Blah blah blah. Not that we should gossip. Because in Matthew 7 16, it says, You will know them by their fruits. So you know, if their fruits are bad, if their fruits aren't very Christian-like, you know, it it kind of shows, I mean, I have a friend, she's, she's my best friend, she's a Christian, she goes to church, she's born again of spirit and of water, you know, um, she speaks in tongues, does all of that, and she has, um, a group of friends that she's known for years before she's known me, and, uh, and she talks about them highly, so on and so forth, um, so, you know, I don't judge, because I've never met them, I've spoken to them once, over the phone, but I've never met them, um, but I went out with her for her birthday last, was it this year, last year, I can't remember now, oh, it was this year, yes, and I went out with her for her birthday, with her her and her friends, um, her friends just constantly talked about secular music, um, I mean, okay, we did, um, pray once over the meal that we were eating, um, but apart from that, they didn't really talk about God, they didn't really praise God, um, there was nothing much about anything about the Bible, you know, nothing that really showed they were true Christians, um, and it was all fun and games and laughs, it was a great night, don't get me wrong, but I had this check in my spirit that was like, something seems off about them, and then after the meal, um, we all thought, oh, should we go to another place for a drink? Now, that's okay, because we weren't drinking, we weren't out to drink, but it was nice to have one or two drinks, and the Bible doesn't say anything about going out for drinks. I mean, look, Jesus in the Bible spent time out having drinks, you know, glasses of wine all the time. Look, um, at the uh, first miracle he did at the wedding feast. Now, he was out with some of his first disciples, um, you know, and even met Thomas there, um, 
uh, that became one of his disciples. You know, he was out there with them, you know, drinking all night long. I mean, not getting drunk, but drinking. So, you know, that wasn't off for me because everybody's different and they're young and we're all growing, so on and so forth. But it was the fact that the next place we went was a shisha lounge. And as I say, it's just everything they did was not of God. You know, like, I see people that I go to church with. And although they're all different in their approach, very different in their approach, they all have the same foundation of God first. You know, Bible, speaking about God, putting God into every conversation. You know, and that's how it should be. And that was none of that. And I had that going around my head constantly. You all know them by their fruits. So I had to tell her and she said, I'm glad you did because I got the check in my spirit too. She hasn't dropped them as friends, which is good because um, they're still people she wants to hang around and... um, you know, kind of witness to and be somebody who kind of tries to redirect them in the right way. Um, so I can understand that she doesn't want to drop them, but she's not spent as much time around them as she usually does. Um, which is a really good thing, I think. You know, it's it's a difficult thing if God tells you to drop them as friends that's one thing but if he doesn't why should you if they are you know if you know they're not beneficial to you if you know they're not going to build you up in the ways of God then okay you know don't keep doing the same things you always do don't go out drinking with them don't go out partying don't attend the same things with them because they're doing things that you shouldn't be doing but it doesn't mean don't ever meet up with them don't ever go and see them and have a coffee with them out or go shopping with them perhaps and try and witness to them and even if they're Christians that are a bit off you know try and get them back on that right path And this is where you don't want to be that stranger, that friend, that family member that acts all higher than thou but doesn't show it so well through the way they speak. I mean, I got taught a lesson once that really show through your actions, um... how you are because those people that see you often enough they're not so much going to remember what you say but they'll remember what you do and if you come up to them trying to witness to them they're going to go uh 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 you know I know how you act you don't act very godly you don't act Christiany. 
so why should I want to become a Christian if this is how you are? How, why should I want to believe in God and read the Bible if this is how you are? And it's your actions that show more. Um, more than your words. Um, but yeah, it's also showing that because people tend to assume that you're almighty, blah, 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 and you can't um, admit when you're wrong because you're a Christian, so on and so forth. But the thing is, that's exactly what we should be doing. And we should be putting ourselves first in all these conversations. Because my cousin, Margaret, whenever she talks about anything, she'll say, I'm talking to myself first as well as anybody else. I might have been a Christian for over 50 years. I might have been going on my walk with God for over 50 years. But I still talk to myself first in these conversations. And the same with Ray Comfort. Ray Comfort is a gentleman that does... Uh, a YouTube channel called Living Waters. He used to do a show um, on the Christian on one of the Christian networks with a guy called Kurt Cameron, who still does his own Christian stuff, um, called Way of the Master. Now Ray Comfort still does his side of things, but they used to go out together um, around and about where they lived, um, or where their church was at least. I think it was. California was it? I can't even remember. Um, and they used to go and approach people, and this is what Ray Comfort still does in his own. And they will talk to people about um, the Ten Commandments. And this is how they witness to people. They'll say, um, "Do you think you're good? Um, do you think you're a good person? Why do you think that? What makes you a good person?" Yada yada yada. Then he'll say. But do you know the Bible says that the wages of um, sin is death? So if you die, where do you think you'll go? Based um, on the fact that that I think I'm a good person, I'll go to heaven. Or whatever they say. You know, they don't usually say, oh, hell. Or or they'll say, I don't believe in a heaven or a hell. I just think you died and that's it. Whatever. But then Ray poses this. He says, well, in the Bible, there are ten commandments. Now, what ones do you know? Most people will say something like, thou shalt not steal, um, don't lie, um, honour thy father, thy mother, blah, blah, blah. So then he'll go through these Ten Commandments and he'll say, have you ever stolen anything in your life, big or small? They'll say, yes, well, by um, what you call somebody who steals, a thief. Have you ever lied? Yes, what you call somebody who lies, a liar. Um, have you ever used God's name in vain? That's one of the Ten Commandments. Have you ever Have you ever done that? Yes, I've said I've, I've said, "Oh God," or, or or Jesus Christ, or whatever, in a sentence. Okay, well then you've blasphemed. So you are a blasphemer. Have you ever looked at? Because the Bible says, if you look at a woman with lust, um, you've 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 sinned. You know, you're an adulterer. So have you looked at a woman with lust? Yes, I have. So by that definition, you're a lying, thieving, um, blaspheming adulterer. Um, so, okay, let's take those. So if you were to go on Judgment Day and you, were, you died and you went up to heaven, you stood at the throne room um, and 
based on the Ten Commandments that you've just told me what you are. I haven't said anything. God hasn't judged you. You've judged yourself. So where do you think you'd go, heaven or hell? And they go, hell. But Ray Comfort, this is what I'm trying to get at here. Ray Comfort always says, now, I judge myself as well. We are all sinners, including myself. Um, No, I've been a liar. No, and, and he puts himself in that same position. He doesn't say he's any better than anybody else. You know, he doesn't go, look, I'm the Christian here. You're the one who's judged yourself. Look, you've judged yourself. You're a liar. Ah, You know, he puts himself in that same position. He says, we're all the same. We're all born sinners. We're all human. You know, me the same. And it's just admitting those things and showing who you are. You tend to relate to people more that struggle just like you. If something's unobtainable, if something's there in the distance that you feel that you can never reach, you can never have because of who you are, like, I am this person. You know, you get some people, and truly, there are people that that have been through this, that have either been, like, murderers, or that have taken drugs all their life, like, um, Todd White. Todd White took drugs for years, or... Um, certain people who who are adulterers who cheat on their wives and that, and they're Christians. They're loved by God. They're they're adored by God. Loves them. God will do anything for them. You know they end up in the kingdom of heaven. Yet look at who who they've been. Uh, and if people see that, they're like, wow, they're the same as me. Because like you always think my sin's worse than anybody else's. I I'll never be loved by God. God won't love me because I'm this or I'm that. <laughs> Yet you're wrong. You are so wrong. Because the Bible says... Yes, it says in the Bible in John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So the Lord is saying, if you um, believe, then repent. And know that you will have eternal life in heaven. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. But don't make your faith unobtainable to others. Is the ultimate messages that I just want to put out there. So thank you guys for listening. I may have gone a bit off tangent, but that is me. Um, and I'm working on that. But ultimately, I cannot change because this is who God created me to be. But anywho, have a great evening or day or week or whenever you're listening to this just have a great time Ah. and I'm going to go for a wee because I need a wee nobody needs to know that but I thought I'd tell you anyway okay and I'm also going to read my word of the day from UCB my new booklet came through and I'm so excited to start reading that if none of you have done that go onto UCB's website Um, I can't remember how you get to it but just look somehow for the word of today 
you can get it sent through to you as a booklet or as an email. Um, I get it through as a physical booklet so I can underline it and put post-it notes on it. So much fun. I do it every single day. I learn so much through it. So if you'd like to do that, go ahead and do that. It's it's great. I love it. Or get Derek Prince's Daily Devotional because who doesn't love Derek Prince? Derek Prince was a fantastic teacher. Um, but I have both. So... The Derek Prince was a gift. Um, and the word today is free. It's absolutely free. You just have to pay for postage and packaging, which is like £3 something. No, no, than that. Anyway, I only have to pay for postage and packaging. It's fantastic. It's a free little booklet every quarterly. I sound like I'm giving an ad here. This is not sponsored. <laughs> this is not sponsored. This is just me who loves the UCB word for today. So as I say, look for UCB Word for the Day online. Um, look for the website and uh, and go ahead and order it. I I must say it's one of my favourite things, as besides the Bible, to uh, to get my um, knowledge from every morning or every afternoon, depending on when I do it. Okay. Anyway, I'm going for a wee and I'm going to go do that. So I will go and leave you. But enjoy your evening, enjoy your day, enjoy whatever comes. And have a fantastic rest of your weekend or week. Whatever. Okay. I love you all. God bless. Bye now.